Ah, the name is Bootsy, baby. Radio Free Galaxy. You know that funk's for me. By the power of the one, we be funking uh, for fun, baby. Galaxy. I'm Travis Lee. I'm Teen Komar. I'm Shannon. And this is episode 152 of our podcast that we do every week. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, this week we will be reviewing Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. It's Ooh. been out for a while, but it just came to uh, streaming on Disney Plus. So we finally saw it. We did not see it in theaters. And I guess we'll talk about that a little bit uh, when we start why we didn't see the newest Marvel movie in theaters, even though uh, most of us are pretty big Marvel Cinematic Universe fans. Uh, we'll talk about that. But uh, if you could take a moment right now and follow us on social media, we would really appreciate it. We are the most active on Facebook, Instagram, and eh, kind of on Twitter once in a while. <laughs> when, when, I, when somebody like asks me, like, hey, post more on Twitter, I'll, I'll do it. And then I get bored with it because I get, you it's know. It's Twitter. It's Twitter and I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like Twitter and I don't like what goes on there. And uh, so whatever, just follow us on Instagram and Facebook and you will find out when all of the new episodes come out. And you'll be notified of that. And please subscribe to the Radio Free Galaxy YouTube channel. Uh, we just crossed 500,000 views this week. Woo! Yeah, I'm pretty proud of that. And uh, we're over 700, over 700 subscribers. Wow. Wee, so man. that's pretty cool. I'm happy about that. Just search for Radio Free Galaxy on YouTube and you will find all of our wonderful videos. Uh, I mostly, what I do... I talk about it every week, but I don't actually talk about what I put on there. So I uh, collect VHS tapes and I digitize stuff off of recorded VHS tapes that people recorded off a of TV from the 80s and the 90s. And I will put up like commercials, like weird commercials that I find on the tapes. Uh, I put I've put up some full cartoons uh Weird cartoons like uh, Powder Toast Man. Powder Toast Man. Yeah, so things like that. Uh, all kinds of Saturday morning nostalgia goodness and other kind of stuff. Uh, all digitized from VHS tapes on there. And also concerts. Uh, when I find like a concert bootlegged on a VHS tape, which I have a bunch of them, I digitize the entire concert and I put those on YouTube as well. So you can watch like old biohazard concerts and phantasm and uh body count all kinds of stuff like that so check that out and where can somebody get a radio free galaxy t-shirt with all of our smiling faces on dude it, if you go on to google you punch in t public radio free galaxy it's going to be in the first three yeah 
for searches, and then you'll see an awesome gorilla style T-shirt with the Radio for Galaxy, you know, characters on it, and yeah. you can just get one and be part of us. Yeah, and help us out and help spread the word. And also, if you could leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and the Spotify app, we would really appreciate it. Let's get on with the show. So, like I said before, we're going to be talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Uh, Why didn't we go see this in theaters, Christine? Dude, didn't we watch, like, several other movies in theaters and we just couldn't get to this? Yeah, it's well, it's it's a little bit of that, but also I don't know. Um, the last one that came out was the last Black Panther movie, and oh yeah, that's right all. Too. All of the MCU movies to me used to be appointment viewing at the theater, and honestly, I think it's um a lot of just it's been too many of them. There's just been too many of them. I mean, I I like a good majority of them. I love some of them. Uh, but the last Black Panther movie, I was really, really disappointed by. I didn't hate it, but I was just disappointed by it. And I don't know, it just kind of turned me off by, from going and seeing the next one in theaters. Especially when you know that it's going to come to streaming in like a little while. Yeah. You know, so you don't have to see it in theaters. Um, I'm not saying I'm not going to go see any future MCU movies in theaters. It's just like when the third Ant-Man movie comes out or the fourth movie of this or the, you know, I, and the last Thor movie kind of sucked too. I, you know? Yeah, there was a couple disappointments yeah. in Marvel. Plus, again, you did say there were so many of them. And honestly, I can't even remember watching half of them because there have been just... Yeah. A storm of them lately. But yeah, the last Black Panther did leave a really bad taste in our mouth for going in to see like a sequel or like continuation of a series yeah. by Marvel. Yeah. Shannon, where are you at the whole MCU thing? I mean, are you are you a completist? Have you seen everything? Um <laughs> I I have not seen everything. There's mm-hmm. like two or three Spider Man movies I haven't seen. Because yeah. Spider-Man's just not my thing. So I have not How seen those, but I've seen pretty much everything else. <laughs> I have stopped going to the theater because these movies are so gosh darn long. Yeah. I'd rather be able to take a bathroom break in the comfort of my home. Oh, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Or I grab told- snacks or yeah. whatever and not have the pressure of, oh my gosh, I'm missing the movie. I know. And I, I love to support the theatrical experience. Uh and I, I love going to theaters, but you're right. These superhero movies are too damn long Dude, to be going to and sitting in a theater. And, and, and it's just like, and if it turns out to be a disappointment, I'm just like, my my God, I don't want to be here. I'm mad now that I spent all this money and I spent all this time and I sat in an uncomfortable place where I didn't want to be. Well, not only that, <laughs> most of the trailers are like a half an hour long on top yeah. of your nearly three plus hour movie. So you have to time all mm-hmm. that stuff correctly because you got like, okay, is this a time I can get up where there's not a lot of action going on or mm-hmm. something serious is going to be revealed? And then I'm like, oh my God, I missed the secret. Yeah, it's... We need intermissions again. Yes. <laughs> like, you know, happy little, like, it's time yeah. to go get snacks and stuff. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Like, there's got to be a little something. Because, yeah, when you're sitting down to Black Panther 2, 3, or 5 and a half, and it's like, oh, we're only halfway through, and there's like a good hour and 45 minutes left. It's just like, well, I have no plans for today, I guess. 
that's it. Yeah, I'm just going to see a movie today, yeah. that's all. <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't be a chore to go watch a movie. It should just be like, oh, right. this is fun. It, it feels like a chore sometimes. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So, non-spoiler thoughts. What did we think of the Ant-Man and the Wasp quantum mania? Christine, do you want to start off? Uh, um, it was all right. <laughs> uh, I can go on for a while about it, but it it's basically a background movie for me. Yeah. It's just I that, mean, I'm just cutting it off at that yeah. cuz I don't want to go into spoilers or whatever. Okay. People that like Ant-Man. Yeah. All right, Shannon, what did you think of the Ant-Man and the Wasp? You just got done watching it, right? I did, actually. Uh, I finished watching it, like, 15 minutes before the podcast started. That's awesome. Nice. <laughs> Good, it's fresh in your mind. It is. Um, I don't know what's considered a spoiler or not. So, mm. um, I guess yeah. I, I think it's visually beautiful. Most mm-hmm. of the Marvel movies lately are just stunning in their visual and their graphics and their animation well they're not animation but yeah there's their um yeah computer graphics and whatnot <laughs> yeah um <clears throat> that blew me away yeah the story was eh. yeah i mean i you you know it's a jumping off ground for the next right. phase or right. whatever storyline yeah. so yeah. um there's that it was all. It was only eh. It was eh. And so we got two eh's. Uh, I'm I'm a little more positive than you guys. I thought it oh. was fun. I I am the biggest probably MCU fan of all the Radio Free Galaxy people because I grew up like I've said before uh, exclusively as a Marvel comic book fan. When I was a kid, I was crazy for Marvel comic books in the '80s. And I loved all Marvel content. And one of my favorite things um, during during that time was a lot of the cosmic and uh, weird Marvel stuff. So, like, the weird Avengers stuff with, like, Kang and stuff like that. And the time travel stuff and dimensional stuff and multiverse stuff. I loved all that and, like, the Secret Wars and all that and um so i i tend to let uh my better judgment uh be squashed down when i'm watching some of these movies because i'm so happy to see some of these things that i read about when i was a kid and look i know this isn't a great movie um it's but it was fun i had fun watching it uh there was a lot of things about the plot that were annoying and didn't make sense at all. And we'll totally get into that. Uh, but overall I had fun. It was way too long, but there, but it's look, I just need to stop complaining about that and all these movies. Cause that's just how every MCU movie is apparently going to be is they're all just too long. Um, but I had fun watching it, and uh, there were a lot of cool things that I saw in in this that I enjoyed very much. I laughed a few times. I laughed at it. I laughed with it. Uh, <laughs> certain things, you know. Um, but we'll get into spoilers and stuff a little <coughs> bit, but I recommend at least streaming it. I don't think that, you know, 
it, it's not still in theaters anyway, I don't think, unless it's at the budget theaters, but I wouldn't have recommended uh, necessarily going to the theater to watch it, except to just support the theatrical experience, uh, but it's not a bad movie. I've seen worse movies. I think it's much better than the last Black Panther it's movie. better than Thor. And it's way better than the last Thor movie. That last mm-hmm. Thor movie mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. sucked. Uh Getting a little, I know you just muted yourself, Shannon, but you're getting a little uh, hearing myself from some part <laughs> of your end there. Uh, in the quantum mania. In the quantum mania. So, uh, anyway, let's not necessarily get into spoilers, but let's get in. We might hit spoilers right now. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the details and some of the characters and things that happen. So, if you haven't seen it yet, uh, go ahead and watch it and stop the podcast right now, and uh, we will get into it. One of my uh, biggest complaints about this movie is that all everything that happens in this movie could have been prevented by Janet Van Dyne just being more forthcoming about what happened to her while she was in the quantum realm. Even up until the point where they're like in the quantum realm again in this movie, they go back to the quantum realm. She's not telling them anything about Kang or anything. And her reasoning behind not telling them is really bad. It's really stupid. She should have, as soon as she got back from the quantum realm, you know, the first time she should have told them all about uh, Kang, everything that happened there so that something stupid like this didn't happen where, where uh, Cassie is sending signals into the quantum realm and that's and Janet knows that's that's something that nobody should ever do, and she knows that there's people in her family that are all scientists and they do stuff like that. They play around with ants and quantum shit all the time. So you know that's a possibility that someone could be just messing around and you know experimenting with the quantum realm. She really needed to tell everybody about Kang. That was should have been like number one on her list when she got back from the, the quantum realm, but she didn't. So everything is squarely on her shoulders, and I think that is just a bad writing point. It's just there's other ways that you could have told this story um, without having that just stupid where she's just like refusing to tell everybody for a really bad reason. She was there for like 30 years. It's like... I- you might want to talk about so that doesn't happen again because it clearly happened the first time. So maybe we should just avoid that. Like, dude, you would not believe what just happened in there. <laughs> like, I've had a doozy of a decade or so, but like, I don't know. There was most of my complaints were it felt like most people were phoning in their acting along with there was just too much going on. I understand it's called mm-hmm. quantum mania, but like first they were going for, you know, Janet and then they kind of threw that story up and then it was the kid's story, but then that didn't really go anywhere. And like, I don't know if you got this feeling, but dude, if they took Paul Rudd and his daughter and made a dark wing duck movie with Goslin, that would, that that's <laughs> the kind of like energy I was feeling from both of them. I yeah. was like, dude, these guys would make good for, like Goslin Mallard and you know yeah. Drake Mallard like that's what I was feeling from it but like yeah. it was way too long again we can't really mm-hmm. complain about that but it's like I should really like this movie I really like that out there spacey stuff but like yeah. 
they've been using the same color scheme, the same mostly like computer background graphics, and it just, I don't know, it just didn't feel that... Like, the first Ant movie, like, I Ant-Man movie, I love that movie. I loved how small mm-hmm. it was. I love, like, they worked with, like, real things. And this just, like, they felt like they bit off more than they could chew. Yeah. And the few, like, there was a few, like, interesting things I thought. I'm like, oh, that looks cool. That's funny. But most of it just did not land for me. Like, at all. I kept thinking, I think it was three different times. I'm like, oh, wow, this must be, like, the the big ending of the movie. <laughs> Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> and then you but look like, at the time oh, left in the movie, and yeah. it's an hour and a half. <laughs> and you're like, uh, okay. Yeah. What else you got to yeah, say? There's, there's, yeah, there's just too much. They were trying to put too much in, I think. Yeah. And it got a little discombobulated. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, yeah it just. Yeah. There's definitely parts that could be cut out, and there's characters that could be cut out. Like, I I love Bill Murray. Okay, I love mm-hmm. Bill Murray to death. When Bill Murray shows up for his scene as Lord Krylar or whatever... And not necessary. Totally not necessary at all. That whole bar scene, not necessary. None, none of that part is necessary. You can cut all of that out. Yeah. Um, when you're just... And, and then you also just have Bill Murray there looking like Bill Murray and it kind of takes me out of the MCU and I'm just looking at Bill Murray. Uh, don't love that. Don't love that. It kind of takes me out of that. Uh, the, the best things that I can say about this is look, it's not a memory. It's not memorable as a movie. Okay. As Mm -hmm. like a, a movie that I'll remember. There are things that happen in this movie that I will remember as part of the MCU and moments and things like that. Um, but it does add... I, I like the fact that it does feel actually like an old-school comic book. It feels like an old-school comic book. It feels like an old-school Avengers uh, thing. But I also want to see all of the Avengers fighting Kang. You know, mm. like like I used to read in the comic books. Just seeing, like, Ant-Man and Ant-Man Associates fighting Kang is kind of unbelievable to me because Kang is very powerful. Kang Mm -hmm. is very powerful and there's the Council of Kangs and there's like infinite Kangs and they're all different and weird uh, from different dimensions and different times. Uh, Yeah, and they kept mentioning that and and like Kang kept mentioning that in the movie like, oh, which which Avenger are you? Uh, I've killed so many Avengers Mm -hmm. before and stuff and it's like, yeah, I kind of do want to see the other Avengers fighting you. And I'm sure we will get that because Mm -hmm. apparently this phase is all about Kang. Right. You know, I think that's actually my biggest problem is that none of these movies stand on their own anymore. No, I think that like because like dude, the sucks. first Ant Man can totally stand on its own. Yeah, and Ant Man's a little guy. I lo- like, and when I mean by little guy, I don't mean he's a Spider Man or a Batman or a Superman. He's a small time guy. So trying to yeah. take a big story on like this, I think is just almost too much for him. He needed a, like Spider Man to come jump in or mm. someone else like from the actual official Avengers to go and do this, like Doctor Strange or something. Yeah. And that might have actually elevated this. I just don't think this is what a single Ant Man should have done in the entire thing. I, I like that idea. I, what you said before, Christine, I would have loved if this movie was a smaller movie like a Darkwing Duck, you know, yeah, type, type yeah. Like, okay, so like 
make a, another I, okay i know it would be another heist movie but that's kind of what the ant-man movies kind of should be uh so make another heist movie with cassie and uh paul rudd and and just make it small make it a little heist put michael pena in it and david desmalchin and ti and all of them make another just little ant-man movie where they gotta steal something or whatever i mean i know they had to steal something in this one too it kind of was a heist but it was a heist within a billion other movies happening uh you know uh, I, th- I would have loved to have just saved this for a main Avengers movie and save this for a main Avengers movie. The main Avengers movies are where the world ending shit should happen. And then in the Ant-Man movies and in the Black Panther movies and all those, you have little smaller stories that aren't necessarily the end of the universe every time. Yes. You know? Yes. That's exactly what I mean. Because it's like, dude, I I like the the little stories sit with me. Most of the series that Marvel has done where they are small, like in their neighborhood. Hawkeye. Yeah, Hawkeye. Hawkeye was genius. Uh, Kamala Khan, genius. Like those were, that's what I want to see. I want to see Ant-Man doing some small Ant-Man type stuff, not just taking on the quantum universe. And which, I mean, it sounds kind of cool, but at the same time, it's like, there's just too much You should much save that on. for an Avengers yeah. movie. Yes. Yeah, definitely. So... I don't know. Uh, we can go through some of the best acting. Michelle Pfeiffer is always great for me. I, I just hated her character choices in this, and that's not her fault yeah, at all. No, no, it's totally not because it's like, hey, honey, you've been gone for 30 years. Is there anything you want to tell us just in case this comes up again? Because we might fiddle with stuff. Yeah. Because my family fiddles with things. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of Modoc, uh, Shannon? Uh, <laughs> I I don't know. For me, this is a character that I've been waiting for for a long time uh, in the MCU proper. I know we got that weird Modoc series that came out. I think it I was on like Hulu. That. I, I hated that. that. Uh, who is who is? I don't care. Uh, Pat Oswalt. Yes. Yeah. He, he yeah. That was that was a bad series. I didn't like it at I all. I love Modoc. I kind of liked him in this movie, but I didn't like that he was the Corey Stahl character, the yellow jacket oh, character turned into Modoc. It didn't make any sense. Like so, for some reason just because he got zapped into the quantum realm and then Kang made him into Modoc and now he's a bigger dick and he has to keep talking about he's not a dick i i don't i don't know i that was just a very weird part of the movie for me and it kept happening (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was a little weird to see the the giant head that seemed it even seemed too big to fit in the helmet to be honest with you it was like stretched a little bit i don't know how true to the comics that is that's that's pretty comic Uh, yeah that's true to the comics that's how it's supposed to look Mm. yeah yeah, but he was, a, you know, a little bit of comic relief, I think, is what he was there for. A little um, too much. Yeah, and I did not expect him to die. We're in the spoiler section, so it doesn't matter if yeah, I say that. Right. Um, I, I kept it waiting for him to open his eyes again and be like, oh, just kidding, because he's that kind of a character. Right. right. <clears throat> um, 
Yeah, and that's an enduring character that that is in Marvel, like, throughout Marvel history. To have him show up in one movie and then die right away is very disappointing. Oh, God, can you imagine the toys that are going to come out for this movie and that terrifying thing is going to be there without the face mask? I'm sure they're already out. Like, I mean, dude, you've seen it for certain movies where, like, the ugliest character or the weirdest thing that nobody wants to buy is going to be there on the shelf. Like, (laughs) I don't, I'm sure this toy already exists, but good God, is it terrifying? Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it, it was cool to see it first, and then it just went on too long, and, yeah. then, and then he died, which was disappointing. Uh, there were a lot of other cool little minor characters. There was the broccoli guy. Uh, the mm-hmm. broccoli guy was okay. <laughs> he was all right. I was like, what did uh, Michael say? Like, Holy shit, that guy's head's made out of broccoli. Yeah, <laughs> which that was a funny line. Um, I I liked uh, Gentora. She was very mm-hmm. cool. Dude, you want to know what I thought about that character? Mm. I kept on getting uh, Kali Ma from uh, Indiana Jones. I was waiting for her to mm. rip somebody's heart out of their chest, like through some <laughs> ritual. Because yeah. like, her makeup was similar. I'm like, dude, just do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Can you bring up the cast again there, Christine? Oh, sure. I can. There. Uh, okay. Uh, I really yeah. got the feeling that they were just using this as a springboard to really start like truly start the Kang line. Yes. Like yeah. Loki introduced yes. it. Yep. Um, and now now here we go. And I mean you even got a, a brief glimpse of Loki in the second um, trailer cre- uh, credit. Mhm. Um, yep. brief thing. So I was like, "Yay, Loki." <laughs> yep. And then Owen Wilson uh, yeah. showed up there too. Oh, I didn't even see him. Yeah, uh, that, you know, uh, I love the Loki series. I thought it was mm-hmm. really fun. I thought it was really great. Um, but then you have the real world problems coming in, you know, um, with Jonathan Majors because he's been kind of accused, of, not kind of, he's been accused of uh, some kind of domestic abuse situation. Oh. And so, you know, right now, I, I don't know, you know, it's still... In the accusation phase, uh, <coughs> nothing's for sure yet. You know, he's fighting the allegations. So who knows if he's even going to be able to continue on as Kang? Well, the thing is, if you're going to do stuff in the quantum mania, you can change up whatever you want. So I guess they could change up the character yes. and totally yeah. legitimately make it like, oh, in this universe, I look like this. Yeah. Right. So I guess they could do that. But that again, that's why I hate these movies just never being a single movie by themselves. Because if something happens with an actor, which yeah. seems to happen quite frequently, and they'll just get, you know, you know, 86th from everything. Yeah. But it's just like, I didn't even know that about him. Mm-mm. So uh, I guess my Marvel news is not as good as it should be. But it's like, yeah, I'm kind of glad we didn't see this movie in theaters. I think I would have been wildly disappointed. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot more being at home. Yeah. Uh, another character I liked a lot was uh, William Jackson Harper as Quaz. I thought he was kind of cool. Uh, that's a um, brand new character. It's mm-hmm. not from the comic books. so. He was the telepathic gentleman, right? <gasps> yes. Oh, yeah. He was yeah. like, can you stop thinking that? Like, no, really, stop <laughs> stop thinking that. It's like, he I hate cool. this. <laughs> and yeah. I like the, the little jelly guy who's like, I don't have any holes. And then he got holes. <laughs> that's I pretty got funny. holes. Yeah, that's Feb, and that was actually played by uh, David Desmalkian, uh, who played, you know, he's played all kinds of stuff in the uh, Ant-Man. Well, he's 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 on the Ant-Man crew. He's like the uh, there's there's Michael Pena, there's T.I., and there's 
David Desmalkin, so they found a way to get him into this movie. I was going to say, I did like that um, jumping the shark MacGuffin part where, like, you know, everyone's like, drink the ooze. <laughs> and it looks like blood, and it's like, trust him. And then, like, you know, when the chanting is over, it's kind of like in the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy to put that earworm in, and you can yeah. hear everything universally. It's like, did he drink it? Do you want some more? It's like, no, don't give me more ooze. <laughs> but, like, I, I appreciate that. So I'm like, okay, how are we going to figure this part out? Oh, okay, we're going to use some Marvel magic and drink the ooze. I'm like, okay, we're going to go in for a good ride. I at least appreciated that Yeah. little part. Yeah. I kind of liked it also when Hope got hit on in the bar. Yeah. I mean, that was the only <laughs> redeeming factor for the, the bar scene. Yeah. <laughs> Where Broccoli comes up and we're like, <laughs> so what's your story? <laughs> Dude, I don't know if I ever could believe myself if a broccoli-headed man decided to ask me questions and be like, yeah. What do I do with this situation? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what? I've had I have had some strange situations, but if a broccoli had a dude come up, I'm like, "All right, man." Yeah. What what's I, up? Yeah. And then the octopus took out the bar. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Like major cool. karma right there. That oh, was cool. That thing was so cute. <laughs> I, I want to be the octopus that takes out the bar, the entire bar scene because that just I mean, it was cute, but it just did not belong in the movie. No, it, it it was just unnecessary. Get rid of Lord Krylar and that whole scene. It just wasn't essential yeah. to the yeah. whole Dude, thing. Dude, what was up with... Oh, go ahead. No, I, I think they were trying to do something like they did with Thor when they brought Jeff Goldblum in. And he just was a huge hit. And they thought maybe Bill Murray could do the same thing. But I just nope. thought he looked old. Yeah. And yeah. he's already old. And he looked old. Yeah, he did not bring the same energy that Jeff Goldblum brought to the Thor movie. That was so fun. And that's an enduring character. You know an what? endearing character, too. Yes. It's my birthday. Yes, very much. <laughs> um, no, I was just going to say, what is up with these new Marvel movies taking out characters? They introduce them, and then they kill them off like in the same breath. Like that yeah. just I'm like okay you're bringing in Bill Murray or oh, we're just gonna kill him off right away or any of the other characters like hey here's a new one and they're gone and yeah they're gone. but it's comic book dead mm -hmm. so yeah. they'll be back yeah they'll, they there'll be some be unexplainable back. reason why they're back it's not real dead it's just kind of dead but that's what we oh, love yeah. about comic books yeah uh, over the history of you know a comic book series being 75 years long you know i mean there's gonna be deaths and people are gonna come back and i mean it's the way it should be in comic books and i know it's a little weird to get that in movies but for me as a fan of the comic books i'm used to it I'm indoctrinated into that already and I'm expecting it and I kind of want that, you know, I kind of oh, want totally. different versions of different characters like I want 50 different versions of Ghost Rider or, you know, things like that. I'm expecting different things. If you're a DC fan, you want different versions of the Green Lanterns and stuff like that. You right. Know? So, I don't know. Uh, I had fun with it. It felt very comic booky to me. Uh, of course, it wasn't a complete movie. I won't remember it as a complete movie, but at least it was better than the last couple cinematic offerings from the MCU. Uh, I haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy 3 yet. I'm sure I'm going to like that much more than this. I'm really looking forward to that. You can look forward to our review for that. Coming up probably very soon. I'm sorry we're really late on this one. But like I said, we just had no desire to see it in theaters. So now you're getting the review for it. You know, I'm sure a lot of you are watching it just like we are on streaming. So 
Yeah, I think that's about it. Uh, we could go on with a few more things. Do you guys have anything that you missed that you want to mention at all? Uh, Christine? I'm thinking, I'm sorry, that was a long movie. Uh, yeah. No, I think I covered everything that I had gripes with. Shannon, you got anything? Um, I think the biggest issue that I haven't brought up yet is just the first Ant-Man movie, he's learning his his you know, abilities and making things bigger and smaller and, you know, it was far more integral to the storyline. And I think that's why we all enjoy it is getting to learn alongside him. And this one, it's all just like, oh yeah, I can get big and I can get bigger and I can get uber big and I can get teeny tiny. And it's, it's lost its thrill. It has it's lost just... its thrill. You're, you're, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you're absolutely yeah. right. And there's that part where Cassie gets big in here and they kind of make a big deal out of it like oh hey i'm big it's weird you know oh i'm big too but it kind of is like not amazing them using their powers should be amazing you know yeah. it, sh- it should be amazing and you should make a bigger deal out of it it feels like they have to fit so many story points in shannon that they lose the wonder of what it's like to be a superhero yes mm-hmm. i know? agree with that and I know, I, I know you don't want to keep dwelling on that, you know, 12 years into the MCU, but that's kind of the wonder of superhero movies is using and having these powers is freaking amazing. Yeah, I should be wowed by the fact that, wait, we're going and doing what? Okay, the, I want to see that, but then it's just like, I feel almost bored with half of these, and I should be like super excited to know that a, you know, a Doctor Strange 2 or 3 came out, and mm-hmm. I can't remember it. Yeah. At all. Yeah. It's like, disappointing. I don't... You're supposed to have gone into the quantum realm. So why are there people? Like, <laughs> yeah. normal-looking people. It yeah. should all be funky-looking stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it just... You, you lose the fact that you're in the quantum realm, especially in the movie that's so long. Yeah. You lose that factor, and you're just like, oh, maybe they're just out in, in, our, in outer space yeah. and not in the quantum yeah. realm. Like, right. there wasn't enough quirkiness... I guess, to make it seem like quantum. I agree. I agree with you, Shannon. Uh, explain to me why there's humans running around here. You know, and, and I mean, I guess in, in the MCU, the quantum realm is just another dimension of the multiverse, you know, where even though it's small, it doesn't make it less significant. Uh, mm-hmm. It's really just another dimension, but also it should be weirder and it should have a feel for it like there should be inhabitants of the quantum realm that are native inhabitants of the quantum realm and they should make up the majority of the people that are there okay there can be other people there that have gotten stuck there for whatever reason but the majority of them should like kind of be of one race or whatever Mm -hmm. you know right well and then that also opens up questions of well okay you've got the multiverse and you've got the quantum realm. But the quantum realm is part of a single line. So does that mean there's quantum realms in all of the other timelines? Or is it just this one? And then just well, mind-boggling. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's just, yeah, multiverse problems. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know. Is, is there one quantum realm? Or are there yeah, uh, one quantum multiples. realm for every universe? I don't know. I don't know. Uh who knows? We'll probably find out in future movies, <laughs> Shannon. So just hold your breath. <laughs> uh, uh, how about not? <laughs> yeah. 
So anyway, uh, thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. Like we said before, follow us on social media and you'll find out when new episodes come out and anytime we have anything fun to share. And please subscribe to the Radio Free Galaxy YouTube channel. Leave us a rating review on the Apple Podcasts and the Spotify app and buy a t-shirt on TeePublic. We will see you next time. And I, I'm not going to say what we're doing next week because I'm not 100% sure yet. But we'll see you next time on Radio Free Galaxy. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.